Hey there, my five faithful listeners and anyone who randomly stumbled upon this episode. My name is Lydia, and this is the Lydia Todd Pod. It's probably not a good idea to start a podcast because your last name rhymes with pod, but I'm here anyways. From spontaneous trips to special guests to deep spiritual conversations and everything in between, expect inspiration, stories, and plenty of laughter. Grab a glass of milk, settle in, and let's dive into the episode. Season 1. Introducing me. My name is Lydia Todd. I am an avid traveler. I binge watch how-tos and tutorial videos for fun. I get lost in a book as fast as I find new hobbies, which is super fast. And whenever I find a new hobby, I don't give it up. I just add it to my long list of things I enjoy to do. I don't know if you can relate to any of that, but if you can, then I think we're going to get along really well. So what inspired me to start my podcast? If you know me, you know I'll try anything at least once, as long as it's, you know, within reasonable bounds. So you should have known I'd try podcasting eventually. (laughs) I live an extremely blessed life. I grew up on a small farm in West Tennessee, and I was nurtured by the best family. I've been encouraged since I was little to pursue passions and do what I love. This led me to being all in in a lot of things. I was in 4-H, Girl Scouts, um, band, honor club, different societies, different extracurriculars. I played soccer, softball, basketball, student government. This has also bled over into my faith and friendships. And it's because of this mindset that I was fortunate enough to meet many of you. And I know that most of you listening are my personal friends and family. And I'm super grateful that I can use this as a way to talk to you guys. In high school, I went on a youth retreat for New Year's called Light the Fire. One of my best friends, Adriana Gammon, and I struck up a conversation about how we wanted to use or not use social media. We were talking about how social media had become a negative influence in our life. We were both feeling the impact of Satan moving throughout um, people's posting and the way that it made us feel about our own bodies and about our self-confidence and our faith and our time management. All of those things, it was really bad. And so in that moment, I was making a decision to either swear off any social media or find a way to not use it for evil. And as you can see, I did not give up on social media. I went all in the opposite direction. Adriana and I talked about how can we use social media for good? How can we use it to um, bring glory to God and just make a more positive environment? And so that's when I started my first blog. Adriana and I, we called it originally, it was We Will Serve the Lord. And then now it's turned into Jesus Changed My Mind. And we don't write for it that often anymore, but it was the beginning of what I would call my online ministry or just my usage of social media. And this podcast is just another stem off of that. It's a way for me to have fun, 
talk with my friends and get a little update, catch up with you guys, and then just be real and create more positive things online. There are plenty of great podcasts, and I don't think that mine is going to necessarily stand out as, oh, like, this is the best podcast ever, but I do think that there's always room for more positive things for people to sit and listen to instead of the negative things that are out there. My goal is to provide some fun, clean, maybe funny, interesting content for friends and family, and really any online wanderer. This mindset has kind of been the focus of everything I do online. I've been focusing on some more new mediums like TikTok, um, I'm big on Instagram, started my Threads account, so I'm willing to try just about anything. But uh, podcasting is an area that I haven't gotten into. I haven't done YouTube either. And so this is just testing the waters. And if it goes well, then it goes well. And if it doesn't, I'm going to have a great laugh about this in 20 years. Starting the podcast, a few weeks ago, I'm not sure what day it was, maybe late November, I think, I called up my friend Haley Hofstetter. She is one of my best friends, and I pitched this crazy idea of starting a podcast as kind of a joke, and I was saying that my topics were really broad and vague. I didn't really know if this was even something that people would be interested in. And she was like, bro, I've had the same idea. So we challenged each other, encouraged each other, we set deadlines, and that's how this podcast actually came to be. So I have Haley to thank. Thank you, Haley, for your encouragement in this. We challenged each other to make the first three episodes, and that is what brought me to this moment. I'm really excited to just sit here with you each week and have an honest, thought-provoking, or maybe just fun conversation. I am really, really excited to do this with you weekly. If you like the sound of this, then same. The topics that I'll mainly be covering are faith and religion, travel and tips, content creation, and a long list of what I have labeled as random. (laughs) Occasionally, I'll have some special friends of mine come on and share with you their specialties. I've been considering how I could get to know you better on my very first episode, and I thought of a few different ways. One was to read through my Twitter drafts, which I think I'm going to save for a later episode, but I do have a quiz that I sent out to some friends recently that was a get-to-know-me quiz, or a how-well-do-you-know-me quiz. It is called How Well Do You Know Lydia? So I thought that I would go through the quiz with you and tell you the right answers so that you could get to know me some. I said at the top, my guess is you score four to seven points, but if you get them all right, I will buy you a victory snack. So if you're listening to this podcast, I read the question and you happen to get all of them right before I tell you the right answer, then message me and I will totally buy you a snack. (laughs) I'll link this quiz below so that you can take it if you actually want to take it 
and pause this audio before you take it with me. That would be fun too. You are welcome to take the quiz. Okay, question number one. What position did I play in softball in middle school? First base, second base, catcher, or pitcher? I played softball all the way up to eighth grade and then I stopped for my non-United States friends. Eighth grade is around year nine, I think, in the UK or I don't know what it is in Australia or New Zealand. I'm sorry, guys. I need to educate myself in that area. But the position I played mostly was catcher, actually. I played catcher for a while. I also played shortstop, and sometimes I played outfield um, left side, but mostly catcher. What song, question number two, what song did I use in a music video, finals week of sophomore year, featuring Andrew Lopez and Matt Wall? I hope that you guys are listening and you're going to know the answer, but shout out to you guys because that was the best week. Question answers. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, Word Crimes by Weird Al, or Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. I'll let you ponder that for a moment. I am going to go ahead and tell you it was not Bohemian Rhapsody. It was a... Christmas song and while All I Want for Christmas is You is a great option for music videos we went with Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson it was so much fun Uh, I had just finished my finals that day and I was supposed to be packing up you know getting ready to leave Freed the next day but instead of packing up for university I thought you know I think that my time would best be spent doing something really crazy. So I messaged a couple friends and was like, hey, do you want to make a music video? Now keep in mind, I never made a music video in my life. I didn't know how or what I was doing. But what we did was we met up in Cruise, which is a little coffee shop area at the university. We went inside and what we did was just play the song on a speaker and randomly film us doing crazy stuff the whole song and then we did that three more times once on the street and it was pitch black no one was there and then once in a car and I think we did one more but then I stayed up until 6 or 7 a.m chopping the video and editing all together to make our music video. It's still on YouTube somewhere, and I think it is my pinned tweet on X, the platform, which I still begrudgingly call Twitter. But if you want to find that video, just message me if you can't find it, and I'll send you the link. So the right answer was Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. Question number three. What is the worst date I've been on? Whoops. Okay, this is not because of the person or anything. This is just because of a really tragic experience that happened on the date. So, (laughs) here, here are the options. A. He took me to a movie. It was rated R. He cried in the death scene. B. He took us to Chick-fil-A, but it was closed. It was Sunday. C eating at a fish restaurant. 
He joked, telling me to try this great sauce for the chips. It was horseradish. Worst thing I've eaten in my life. Not a funny joke. R. D. Playing D&D. I told him I'd prefer Mario Kart. He proceeded to, in character, tell me that I was a bad warlock, and then rolled a natural one on a d20. Now, if you've never played D&D, then that probably doesn't make sense. That's okay. I learned this summer at my internship, and it was it was kind of fun, but I definitely don't actually play. I've played maybe once or twice in my whole life. So I guess that tells you that the answer is not D. It was not the Chick-fil-A one, although if you know me, you know I love Chick-fil-A, so that would have been horrendous. I'm glad that that did not happen. And I would not see a rated R movie, so it wasn't that one. It was the horseradish, and he thought it was a funny joke. And, you know, if I weren't so gullible, then maybe I would have caught on that he was joking before I took a chip and ate the whole thing in Oh, it was so gross. Who, I don't know who invented horseradish, but they shouldn't have. It is really gross. Question number four. What is my go-to chocolate milk brand? This is not my all-time favorite, but my go-to, my casual one. The options are Fairlife, Nesquik, Kroger, Promised Land, or Borden. I am just going to go ahead and tell you it's Kroger. Kroger uh, 2%. You got me all the time. Except for Kroger doesn't exist in the UK, so I have been making my own chocolate milk. That's what is in this cup, or was. It's mostly empty now. I am very sad that I haven't found a UK brand that I really love, but I'm still on the lookout, so if you have any suggestions, please message me. I really would like to enjoy my glass every day. Question number one, two, three, four. Question number five. How many years did I have braces? So the options are six months, one year, two years, four years, five years, or eight years. I would hope that no one would ever have to have braces for eight years. That is that's crazy. That is so long. I had braces from 8th grade to after I graduated high school. So it was five years. I don't know what is wrong with my mouth, but I could not take them off until all of my teeth came in, and I had one that they had to surgically put a chain on to pull it down and that took two more years and so I've had a lot of oral surgeries but the tooth fairy pays pretty well so it, it is what it is. Question number six. What is my dream honeymoon for my hypothetical future marriage? So the options are Bahamas, Disney World, European Union Tour, Costa Rica, or New Zealand. And for European Union tour, just like going around the EU. The answer is, uh, this is embarrassing. Disney World. The answer is Disney World. And it has been Disney World for a long time, which is crazy because I've traveled all over the world, 23 countries, and 
I still have yet to find a place that I would rather go than Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Maybe that will change. Maybe that's why I'm I'm not married yet because of this very, very poor opinion. Alas. Question number seven. What is my comfort playlist? Okay, so these are playlists that I have created for myself. Abroad on Apple Music. Vines on YouTube. Churchy by Lydia Todd on Apple Music. Also, you can probably find me on Apple Music if you want any of my playlists. Feel free to find them. Our Heart on Apple Music. The answer is Vines. Vines is my comfort playlist. I will go to YouTube. I have a playlist of a bunch of Vines that I think are hilarious, and I laugh every time I watch them. So if I ever am just wanting to pick me up, I will go watch that. Okay. This is, I've been told by a couple of my friends in Australia, an unfair question to those who aren't from the USA, but it's still on the quiz. So, what is my go-to Chick-fil-A order? Six-count grilled nug, mac and cheese, and medium lemonade. Twelve-count nug, medium fries, medium unsweet tea. Number one chicken sandwich, no pickle, fruit cups, small strawberry shake, or... Cobb salad, no peppers, no tomatoes, with ranch dressing, and a large sweet tea. I will just go ahead and tell you. 12-count nug. If I am going to go to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to get a 12-count. I'm going to get an unsweet tea, and I'm going to get medium fries because they're just so good. But I honestly would eat anything on the menu. It, I. This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> Nothing in my episodes will probably be paid advertisements because they don't pay you for five listeners. But, um, this, yeah, I always recommend Chick-fil-A highly, so you should go. Which book would I recommend first to a fellow book lover? This one is tricky. I don't, most people didn't get this right. And it's because most people I know aren't book lovers so they don't ask me my book recommendations but if you do like books and you have asked me then you would know this answer the uh, options are mere christianity by c.s lewis chains by laurie Hulse anderson searching for brandon basin by lance Mosier, the chronicles of narnia the lion the witch and the wardrobe by c.s lewis or harry potter and the goblet of fire by jk rowling so if you know me but you don't like books then you're probably going to get something like mere christianity or searching for brandon basin because i recommend those to people who don't like reading books all the time and i do love every book on this list but my recommendation is chains by laura hall sanderson it is a historical fiction book about um a slave point of view of the revolutionary war and i just really enjoyed it when i read it what is my middle name? This question, I hope, is not not the hardest question. But maybe some of you might not know. So, middle name. Is it Grace, Sylvia, Suzanne, Susan, or Surrey? If you know my Instagram handle, then you have a hint that it is not Grace. Because it starts with an S. 
My middle name is Suzanne. It is not Susan, which a lot of people put, and I was so disappointed. It's spelled S-U-Z-A-N-N-E. When is my birthday? Next question. August 13th, August 17th, February 29th, December 25th, or February 10th? The answer is August 17th. I was born in the year 2000, and it makes it really easy to know my age because when it's the first half of the year, then I'm one year behind. And if it's the second half of the year, then I am the age of that year. So 2023, right now December, I'm 23. What is my dream home must-have? A basement pool table, a swimming pool, a wraparound porch, or a bay window? Whenever... My flatmate's name is Kaylee. She is a best friend from uni, and we moved here together to the UK. Whenever she took this quiz, she was like, I can't believe you don't like wraparound porches. And I I just don't. I have no reasoning behind it other than that. I think that they are pointless, and they don't look good. So... It is not wraparound porch. It is not a basement pool table or a swimming pool, although I do like those things. But my must-have is a bay window. Those things are so cool. Imagine you're just, you know, reading your book, soaking in the sun, sitting in it. It would just be a perfect experience. Next question. What instrument did I play in high school? Clarinet, saxophone, oboe, bagpipes, or guitar? I wish... I played bagpipes in high school. I actually asked my band director once if he would let me learn bagpipes, and he said no. (laughs) And I guess that was for the betterment of the band, but I really wanted to. No, I played saxophone in high school. I played alto and tenor, and then I had a couple solos on soprano. I marched alto, and I played tenor for jazz band, concert band. It was so much fun. I still have my instruments. I still play them sometimes, but I want to get back into it a lot more now that I have a little bit more time. In third grade, what did I want to be when I grew up? This one I think is hilarious. Okay, here are the options. And this is saying in third grade, what did I want to be when I grew up, which is, you know, an early stage of my life. When I had grown up a little bit, I had a little knowledge under my belt. All of these options, except for one, are things that I've actually wanted to be at some time in my life. The options are lawyer, mermaid, bus driver, beach, or counselor. (laughs) Um, I just threw that one option in because of the Barbie movie. If you have seen it, then you understand that Ken's job is beach. So that is why that's there. I wanted to be a mermaid first when I was really little, but then I realized that that wasn't possible. So in third grade, what I wanted to be was a bus driver. I loved my bus driver. He was so, so sweet and so nice. And seeing him every day, he just always made me smile. And I was like, I want to be like him when I grow up. And then I realized that bus driving is usually a retirement job. So my ideas changed later on. And then I wanted to be a lawyer. And then I wanted to be veterinarian, then lawyer. And then I wanted to be a counselor. And I finished out uni with that idea. Even though right now I am 
not that yet. You have to go through a lot of schooling to get licensed as a counselor, so I'm still a work in progress. Next question, who is my dream celebrity to meet? I really do like all of these celebrities, but there, there's one that stands out. Benedict Cumberbatch, Luke Benward, Niall Horan, Michael Buble, or Hunter Hayes. This one has to do with my long-time affection for One Direction. Niall Horan is the answer. I would love to meet him in person and uh, may or may not still have a poster of him up on my wall like I'm a 13-year-old. So after taking that quiz, you are probably thinking, why would I want to listen to Lydia? She sounds absolutely crazy and I agree. I agree a lot. But hopefully you have enjoyed getting to know me some. The rest of this season I'm gonna take each episode to do a deep dive into one of the topics that will be covered in this podcast. And so I'm gonna talk about my journey with it and how I hope that we can grow together in that area. Whether it be faith or travel or content creation or music or something else that's random. I also am planning to do a series called Deep Talks with Daniel where Daniel Dalton will be a guest and we will go through some of the things that we have covered in Devo Sleepover which is an event that I've had every semester of uni and I'm hoping you guys will enjoy that as much as I look forward to it. Be sure to give at Lydia Todd Pod a follow on Instagram. And thank you so much for staying till the end and listening to this first episode. I have no idea who's going to be listening to this in all honesty. I think that it's going to be some of my friends from university. Also, time out. Let me just explain the change in my linguistics in the past couple months. I used to call my experience at Freed Hardman University college I would say at college at Freed but moving to the UK it has changed that because here college means their version of high school and so I now say uni or university and it sounds really weird now that I've said it so many times in this episode so I just wanted to explain that to my American friends that is why I'm saying what I'm saying and I hope that it didn't make you cringe too much This is really enough material to last years. I mean, who knows where this podcast is going to go. As we wrap up this episode of the Lydia Todd Pod, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for you spending time with me. This really challenges my belief that I only have five consistent listeners. If you have any thoughts, topics, or questions you'd like me to explore further on future episodes, please reach out on one of my socials. I hope that our conversations have brought you inspiration and joy. If you have friends or family who might be interested in our conversations, don't hesitate to share the podcast with them. 